prize pig either. You little shit. Five, four, three, two, one. Roll the camera, baby. Do, 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 do. Patrick, really quick. Have you talked about Taylor Swift? Oh. <laughs> you guys, if you don't know, really quick. Taylor Swift was in Nashville this weekend. So the city was fucking bananas. And I pulled up because I was like, oh, like, I wonder, first of all, how much the average ticket costs, which is $1,000. Second of all, I wrote, or I, I, I pulled up an article and it said, fans pass out, throw up as Taylor Swift's concert is delayed for hours. Taylor Swift's fans in Nashville describe an actual nightmare experience. Oh. I'm deceased. Oh, my God. Got him. I think she should just be like honorary, honorary uh, humble king for the day. She just like, really? I've been like, I don't know. I was just reading on Reddit because people were like, oh, like, because she performed to like two in the morning and it was delayed for four hours, and people are like, that must have cost so much because like the like the just for the casting crew to like set it up, like they get paid like instantly like five hundred dollars and like overtime like triple overtime rates and people are like that must have cost so much but i'm like first of all i mean like the the ticket price is probably more than covered that it was like seventy thousand people but she didn't have to go to like two in the morning too no and she 45 songs to take the stage yeah you know what i mean she could have been like oh sorry guys god like how many celebrities have we seen do that you know like and she's like no i'm going out like and then she did like a 45 set 45 song set list. I was like, I can't even imagine going to a concert that long. I'd be like, stop. Like, I want to go home. But she just, she just sent it. The fans. Well, it's funny because I was like watching the TikTok like live streams of people in the audience. And it was a, like, I just tuned in and out. I was like, she went till one. Like, I couldn't even, I mean, she went until two and I, I only made it till one o'clock. I was like, there were like little children in the audience. <laughs> like, I don't know. I was like, it was a fun weekend. Like all the Swifties were chill as fuck. Like shout out. I'm a Swiftie now. Was this like the first like launching of her tour? Was it like the first stop or? No, I think she's been on for like a month now, but like Nashville, I think is like where she started, you know, like she went to high school here. Like this was a huge deal. Hometown reunion or homecoming. But it's, it's so funny because they're like, for $200, you could sit in the parking lot. And like, okay. <laughs> for 20 bucks, I would, you know, like crazy uh. because, like, you know, it was po- like, I was scared driving home after work. Like, I was like going 30 on a 70, you know, like it was that bad. And like the thunder was really bad. And then, um, there's those poor fans like they they went in shelter in place and like in the stadium but I was like can you imagine like parents kids like spending all this money possibly most likely not seeing their queen like but thank god you know they could anyway love to we're big Taylor Swift Taylor fans here come on auntie <laughs> She's nice, too. Doesn't she? She has to like prom with people and stuff, like, yeah. And like, that's another thing. I was like, Taylor, say what you want about Taylor, but she loves her fans. Like, she is for the fans, and we are fans supporting people here. Like, 
kudos. Who knows? Love her. What a queen. She looks so good, too. She's dancing, pop, lock, drop it. Drop it, lock, it's hot. Yeah, because um, she was here three days, so, like, uh we were doing brunch and i was talking to this kid and she's like you know she she's must have been like 10 she's like i went to taylor swift and she inspired me to follow my dreams as a backup dancer wow okay and then she's like she was talking to me she's like what's your dreams i was like oh it was really cute so love that anyway <laughs> the biggest news recently so i was like let's talk about tea whistle how you doing good 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 finally not sick anymore god you poor turtle maybe the turtle gave you something got her cuteness <laughs> sure. good good i covered good. it all in my episode which you have to listen to I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm, I'm gonna, I was like, oh, I'll go to the gym today. It's like, I think I'm gonna do all like pod stuff today. Cause I'm finally like off. That was a lot of work. I won't spoil it for anybody. You guys gotta listen. <laughs> you guys, I was like really busy with finals, <laughs> straight A's here. Um, so Patrick did a solo sode. Um, so obviously stay tuned for that. She has to approve. She has to approve everything. Give it a rubber stamp. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because like, like maybe a week ago, I was like, you know, let me put something out. Even just like, if it's shitty. And it's like, I tried covering this movie, Ouija. Have you seen it? Ouija? We've seen Ouija, like the Ouija board. Yeah. Ouija? Yeah. Ouija. And it's like, I forgot how much it deals with like suicide. I was like, I don't know about that. Like, oh my god and i hope you 2014 when like that was a really big topic and like i was like uh, i don't know this episode i like i i sat in a starbucks parking lot because i was like let me just try like let me just like but it just it just wasn't the vibe so <laughs> on the movie i covered the, you'll just see it but there's a lot of like definitely problematic parts of it because it came out so long ago like 2002 and like oh my god i've had to like bring up 9-11 at one point and I was like I don't know if this is like appropriate but it like it was like had to be brought up like in the context oh, wow. you'll see you'll see well in Ouija they're like why didn't she seem so happy you know all the kind of things you're really not supposed to say I was like I don't know this is just not the vibe like give me house of wax like uh oh <laughs> Anyway, you guys, should we just jump right in? We're back. It feels like so long. I know. God. Oh my God. I don't know how I made it. Straight A's. Straight A's, bitch. I'm so smart. I was like literally like in a coffee shop. I think my record is six hours. Just like, like typing all the papers and shit I need to do. And just like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I know, I'm like taking my classes now and I'm like last night I was just doing it for like five hours straight I'm like oh god I don't miss doing this but it's rough I would say go to a coffee shop it kind of helps 
but it's funny because like <clears throat> like literally I heard three different people like struggling musicians like with like managers and stuff I was like damn Nashville's dark because <laughs> uh. of course I'm listening to their conversation I'm like oh my god you know the music industry is not it you guys anyway let's do it all right you guys we're back with season two vikings valhalla episode seven can you guess what it's called you guys we finally see a goddamn passion egg no i'm just like i'm so damn excited to see what a passion egg is like how many arms and legs do they have like does there do they have fangs like what is it (laughs) <laughs> what is it? Did you have any idea, like region wise, like close, like no, not at all. <laughs> it finally, like the monster is finally revealed. Right. All right, you guys, we got our got our classic Vikings Valhalla cold open. So we open on Leaf. He's remember, we went over the waterfalls, baby, the last episode. So we open on Leaf submerged in water, spiraling out of control until he breaches the surface. Cut to Harold. He's on the beach. He's he's storming. He's looking around, calling for Leaf. And Miriam emerges from the river, soaked to the bone. I wrote, give Miriam a raise. I'd be so pissed if they're like, okay, you have to go into this fucking river. <laughs> so Leaf pulls up. I wrote Darla. You guys, we have a lot of made-up names this episode. I apologize in advance. He pulls up Darla from the depths. And then we cut back to Miriam and she's she's with Harold at this point and they're at the boat. And she's like, Harold, we need the ropes and the pulleys from the sails because the, the ship is like ashore, basically. They need to get this bitch back on the water. So Miriam's kind of like looking around too and she finds her vial of poison. And you guys, we hear hoofbeats in the, pit, in the distance and the Peshanex approach. And I wrote, I love the leader guy's hair. <laughs> Yeah. Can you guess the first words out of Harold's mouth? <laughs> I forget. What was it? Fuck. I am Harold Sigerson, Prince of Norway and nephew of Yarslav the Wise. And I wrote, no one gives a shit. But like, we know what he's doing, right? He's he's putting on the act. And I was like, I, I think I think the Peshaneks are speaking Turkish, but I don't know. Yeah, it said like at subtitles it was like old Turk or something. So it's an older version, but oh. I was gonna say I love like okay, well, I was gonna first of all say Harold must be so worried without his baby Leaf, his best friend. He's like so panicked. But it's like I wanna be Harold. I wanna have the confidence where I can just pretend to be like, I am a Viking king. Like he just has to tell everybody, but he can only just be full of shit too. Like these guys don't know anything. Like, how are they supposed to know? Like what they probably don't even know where Norway is. They think he's speaking gibberish right now, basically. So, of course, he's like, I stand before you, baby. Like, I am, I'm a Norwegian prince, right? And, like, so the ter- we see in, like, subtitles, they're like, a Norwegian prince must be a fool to challenge the Deniper, which I guess is, like, a leader, right? And he's like, and Harold's like, and yet I stand before you. So the the Peshanek leader is like, so what's in your cargo? 
and Harold's like slaves, but they all drowned. So like, obviously the like Pashenecks go to like search the boat. They don't, they don't find anything. And of course, like Miriam's hiding on the boat, right? So Harold's like, are you afraid of me? And I was like, okay, I love Harold here. Like, you know, making a distraction. So they they get Harold on the ground and um, they're like, let's go find out just how valuable, valuable you are, Harold. And I wrote, I'm scared. Oh, like this can't be good. Okay. <laughs> So cut to Susan and Kason, and they drag Curia ashore and Batu and Tina approach. Like everyone's like reuniting after the fall into the water. Um, so I wrote this. I was like, I, I just, can I just say, I love how they're all like friends now. They're all hugging each other. Cause they're all like, okay, we all survived the waterfall. I'm like, man, like killing that slaver really united them. That was like their team team unifying moment like they all became friends when they killed that horrible guy (laughs) it's so funny because like this is something that's happened in my own life at like a previous work environment like I'm friends with my coworkers from 10 years ago you know what I mean like like you got rid of somebody (laughs) like terrorizing person and we all bonded over like being subjected to that terror and like we're lifelong like you don't break bonds like that <laughs> so <laughs> for them okay everyone's fine and i wrote oh my god it looks so cold leaf looks so tired i'm exhausted <laughs> you can tell this was like a 4 a.m. shoot like <laughs> i feel for them man like Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, so the the crew's kind of like coming back together, right? So, okay, we go back to Novgorod and Olaf is with a map man. I just wrote him as a map man, a map maker. And he's like, Olaf's like, where the hell is Jomberg? I need to find it. And just to like backtrack, like remember Olaf is a Christian and he's on a crusade to wipe out the pagans, which is like, okay. So he's looking for Jomsburg, which is the new um, Uppsala. And remember, Freydis is in Jomsburg as well. And he really wants to kill Freydis. I don't really remember why, but yeah, it doesn't he's, really matter. Because she's like the, the last child of right. or whatever. They like, look at I this forgot map. about that. It has like a million <laughs> goddamn islands on it. And they're like, like, they're like the Jomsburg is like hidden and it's foggy and dangerous as shit. I'm like, there's a million islands on this map. Like, no joke. Like, how are they supposed to find this? Literally. Like, um, so exactly what Patrick said. Like, it's impossible to see Yomsburg from the sea because it's basically, like, blocked by, like, islands. You know what I mean? It's like a cove and, yeah. Exactly. And, like, the map maker is like, if you find it, like, tell me so I can put it on a map. And then Olaf's like, if I find Jomsburg, it'll no longer exist. I was like, okay. <laughs> Go off, queen. <laughs> okay. So cut back to the crew, and they find Miriam in the boat, and she's like, yo, like, we are so fucked. Like, the Peshenex took Harold, the boat's ashore, and Kason is like, oh, like, is Colleen here? Remember his, like, love, right? And Miriam's like, no, like, I haven't seen her. And I wrote, uh-oh. This can't be good. 
but they're like, oh my God. Okay. Like we need to go get Harold. So, so the crew needs to separate at this point. So Curia, Leif and Susan and another girl <laughs> go out. They're going to, they're going to go save Harold, right? Like he's been taken by the Peshnecks and the rest need to stay with the boat to get it back on water to GTFO. Um, <laughs> but like, I just want to say I love like Harold's like everyone stay here I'm going like he's my bro and they're like uh what the fuck like we're all gonna come with you <laughs> right like, 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 like no 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 he's my he's my best friend he's my bro we're like bro friends we're, we're, we're bro brothers slash friends but they're like no like Curious, like I'm the I'm like your ticket to like finding them right like I know these lands I know the fucking passion X like the back of my hand like but before they leave, Miriam's like, look, do with this what you will. And she gives him like the vial of poison, right? And so we separate at this point. Wait, okay. It's gonna say I love this too, because they they're getting like Kason is giving like the girls like knives and axes and stuff. And they're like, use this and fight like hell. I'm like, yeah, like I don't know why this is like a big deal. Like, give us all the weapons. We're gonna go fight the fucking passion eggs. Like <laughs> like are you hiding <laughs> weapons like give it to us like seriously like we it's totally like, killed that other guy like we're oh, uh, here's a dagger it's like yeah yeah exactly it's like just fling it around baby <laughs> <laughs> okay so okay we cut to the passionate camp and harold is being dragged by the throat which i can't believe they would like film something like that like well i think i wrote this because it they did a good job, but I think the rope is like in down his shirt and he's like holding it. So it looks like it's around his neck, but it's probably yeah. like wearing a vest or something. That's so crazy to me. That makes a lot of sense. And I was like, I assume like for the majority, it's a stunt double, but I was like, can you imagine just like that horse taken off? And like, obviously like they're trained professionals, but I was like, just one wrong, like how many stories have we heard of like just one thing going wrong, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Stunt doubles need to get paid more. Right. I'm sure <laughs> maybe it's like a detachable rope too. I don't fucking know. What do I know? But I was like, oh my God, like <laughs> they're dragging it by the neck. Okay. So they're like, <laughs> like the leader comes out, right? He's like, bring him inside. So they drag him inside the like leader's tent. And I was like, this can't be good. Okay, so back to the boat. They've set up like a pulley system. Are you familiar with like pulleys and stuff? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I just love to see pull cool. more than Thank your God for Miriam. <laughs> I, I had to write this because I was like, this. I think this show takes place like at eleven hundred in real life. They would just be like, "She's a witch, burn her," even <gasps> though like her science like works super well. But they're like, okay, that pulley system was really smart, but. I mean, you're a woman and you're smarter than us. So you're dead. Right. You're dead. Burner. Burner. <laughs> Literally. Like, women are like, you know, I think, you know, I think the earth revolves around the sun. <laughs> so, think with the boat, they're like, we can't lift this. We need like 10 people. And she's like, well, at least two of you. And I'm like, really good at science. Like the the pulley will take off this amount of weight, you know, at this point. So we just, they're like, what? (laughs) But yeah, poor Miriam would have been like tied to the stake in all actuality. (laughs) God. (laughs) 
kind of a downer. Well, we've come so far. Okay. So they end up, thank God for Miriam, they pull the boat upright. But now they get it need to get into like deeper water, right? They're still in the sandbank. Um, this isn't funny, but Colleen floats to the surface and Kason sees this. And um, I wrote, so he runs over to her, right? And I said, oh my God, why do they have her cross-eyed? Because oh, no. she's, she's like, Ugh. <laughs> but anyway, um, Colleen is dead. I wrote, oh, poor Kason. Because they were like in love and very sweet. So cut to like, they made a, they make a grave site for her and Kason said some very sweet words. And I was like, I'm crying. Like, this is so sad. He's like, she made me feel bad. Like, like I could be a better man, you know, it's mm-hmm. it very sweet. RIP. Okay. So back to Leaf and the rescue crew and they're approaching the Peshinet camp and, you know, they're kind of like staking the scene, right? <laughs> So cut to Harold inside the tent and I wrote, I hate this part. <laughs> I, I, I was I, like, I, oh god. Oh, I was gonna give it like I was gonna say because we we were talking about how like boys are just like psychotic, right? But like beating each other up or whatever. So this is like everyone's right. just like everyone, all the boys in this scene are like, oh, this is gonna be the best. I love this. It's like, why? Ow, what? Oh. They're all like, <laughs> like the extras are just like, <laughs> so, okay. I wrote, why is this guy trying to be Sean Bean on the Game of Thrones chair? Did you notice that? Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. Wait, what's the act, what's the character's name in Game of Thrones? It all, it all goes back to Game of Thrones, you guys. Um, fucking, uh, oh my God. Shit. No. Yeah. The in the first season, the main guy, what's his name? The the viewers are screaming at us right now. <laughs> Let's see. Oh my John god! Snow's dad. Oh my god! It's... What is it? <laughs> Ned Stark. Ned Stark. Ned Stark. You guys, this guy is full on posing like Ned Stark in the Game of Thrones chair. It's really really funny. Um. Okay, so of course they're interrogating Harold and they're like, oh, so you're a slaver? Are you a Varangian? Um, he's like, no. Harold's like, no, I'm no Varangian. And then they're like, oh, what are, what are the Vikings doing down here? Like, are they like here to challenge us? And like, Harold's like, I don't see a Viking skull in your collection. Because there's like a collection of skulls around this fucking weirdo. And, and the the leader guy's like how do you know and then harold's like had you faced a real one he would be drinking from your skull and everyone goes oh no i'm just like oh my god so and i'm like harold like harold like already fulfilled his goal like he did this earlier he stalled he saved miriam and his friends but now he's just like he just has to be a dick like he just has to be like macho and rub it in like he's captured it's like okay i just like Maybe delay right. until your friends can save Keep you. Keep delaying, Harold. Well, and, and and of course, like Harold's chained up by the sh- in shackles, right? And like the the leader guy, like holds a knife to his throat. He's like, "Fighting a man in chains is easy. I see no courage in this room." And then I'm like, "Can you imagine me and Patrick in the corner, like, 
shut up, Harold. <laughs> oh, shut, shut up. The man doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut, which I respect, but it's also like, shut up. Okay. Harold's like, give me some food and give me a nap and then like, let's fight. I'll kick your ass. Like, right. You idiot. Oh my God. So Leif and the rescue crew have the camp in their sights and they're like making their plans to save Harold, right? And they're like, okay, like Leif is is to like Susan, he's like, listen, like if we get into like the weeds, I need you to go to the boat, girl. I need you to run, book it, escape, like, because the con is gonna know we're here in a matter of time and it's it's bad. Like we'll we'll all die. And of course Susan's like, no. I won't go back to the boat. I'm staying right here. Okay. So I wrote, okay, for some reason we get a chest torture scene. <laughs> like, cause you know, the, the leader of the camp's like, we're going to test your strength as a Viking basically. So they like put in these like spikes in Harold's chest and they, I was like, these spikes are full of microbes and it's disgusting. This man isn't wearing gloves for Christ's sake, LOL. But, you know, they pierce Harold's chest with like, I don't know how to describe spikes, I guess. Yeah, it's like a harpoon tip or something. Like Exactly. And they tie ropes to them and they suspend him by the air. I was like, okay, like what's happening? <laughs> I don't like this game so disgusting. When did this become a torture show? Like, yeah. I honestly if- like skipped through because I've seen this scene before. I was like, I don't need to see this again. Like, it's so funny because when I was first watching it, they were like, like, yeah, like, let's see if your muscles tear. And I thought they were just going to have like a lift off to see who could like lift the most weight. I'm like, oh, wait, never mind. They're not doing that. <laughs> I would have <laughs> loved that. <laughs> like a man. Your muscles are going to tear from. Muscles are going to tear from lifting so much weight, baby. Or uh, baby. <laughs> it probably would have made more sense. Okay. So Leif and Kyria separate from the girls. Like they're, they have a plan going on, which we're going to find out in just a second. But they're sneaking their way towards the camp, right? And Kyria is like, look, like Leif, once we get in, I need you to leave me. Like, and Leif is like, no, like, what are you talking about? Like, no one gets left behind. And remember, like, Kyria has, like, this bounty on his head because the, he's the Khan's brother. And they have tea. They have drama. So Kyria is worth a lot of money, right? So Kyria's like, look, like, Miriam gave me this poison. And I have a chance to redeem myself. And the All-Father will forgive me. And I will, if I, when I die, I'll reunite with my wife. And like that's it's just what needs to happen. And Lif is Lif is like, she's gonna have to wait a little bit longer. I'm like, okay, you're disregarding like everything. It's like religion, <laughs> is like beliefs and everything. Like right, like this horrible tragedy he went through, and he's like, he's thinking like what's most likely gonna happen. And Lif is like, she's gonna have to wait a little bit longer. I was like, okay, okay. So cut back to inside the tent, Harold's still being tortured. And I was like, oh my God, he would probably pass out. He'd probably be puking everywhere. But anyway, Leif storms through, right? With Kyria and he's holding a knife to Kyria's throat. And he's like, I'll give you Kyria if you give me Harold and two horses. Like he's, he's doing the old switcheroo, you know, but like a fake switcheroo. 
and the leader guy is like, call the con. I know that man. He's the he's the con's brother. And <laughs> so um, Leif is like to Harold, he's like, are you doing okay? And Harold, of course, is like, I've never been better, baby. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so so the ladies are outside the camp, right? And of course, like Harold, Lev, and Curia are like being dragged outside the tent, right? Like the Peshnecks are gonna kill them all. Like they have everything they need. Like, why would they need to do like a trader room, right? And I wrote, oh my God. So the leader, they tie up Harold, Leif, and Curia. The leader guy's like, while we wait, let's have some entertainment. And then we cut to, like, one of the girls, like, about to, like, stab one of the extras. And I wrote, this extra's hair, he's <laughs> he has a shaved head. And they just obviously, like, tied a little ponytail on. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> with a shaved head. like. But anyway, so the ladies are sneaking right in and, um, you know, they start getting the horses like, and, you know, this, this leader guy's like, he cuts Leif's back. He's like, like, watch this Viking lead. So thankfully, like the ladies are here, right? So Susan fires a fire arrow into the camp and like the horses like all start stampeding. And I wrote, Susan's terrible stunt double, like, storms in. <laughs> it's, like, fully a man with, like, oh a bargain bin wig. Like, I didn't notice. I have to go back and check. Funny. But I'm just like, like obviously. Oh. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay, it's the woman to the rescue. Like, okay, Joan of Arc or whoever. Like, she's just, Fucking this whole queen. scene is, Yeah. Just she's just rapid firing arrows. So I was like, okay, this is new, but well, I'll go with it. I love a good. I just have to say, I love a good stunt double. Like, to just do you remember in like Home Improvement when they he's doing like rope, like Tim Allen's doing rope tricks, and he's like a cowboy jumping through the lasso, but it's totally just like some other guy. Of course, <laughs> it's like clearly like a 20 year old like stunt double like, like the, yeah. cam- the camera like cuts overhead like at like a top angle and he's wearing a cowboy hat and it's like a guy with like darker ha- you know like darker hands right. or something right like a fully different race I love that <laughs> <laughs> I wrote oh Susan's great with an arrow um, I wrote, if I were forced to be on a horse, I would be screaming and crying and like no one would get saved, but I'm not the one in the movie or in the show. Um, okay. But the ladies saved the day and the whole, like everyone escaped on horseback. And I wrote, I wrote for a second. I thought they were giving Curia a horse and I almost fucking fell to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously they put Curia on the back of Leaf's horse and and the crew is off, right? But there was another moment too when they're like when they're looking at the camp and Curia's like, I could smell fire. And they're like, Yeah, there's a full on camp like 10 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> it's, we can all see. I it. noticed I like, that sorry. too. He's like, I smell fire. And everyone's like, Yeah, we have we can see the, it. And cut to like it. a camp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, you guys. So the con is here because he knows now that his brother is like here, right? He's back. And um, so we get a whole horse chase scene. Um, you know, the crew's the crew's up, the con's hot on their tail. And the I wrote the crew comes to the bat, but the crew comes to the boat, and I wrote, they're scrambling, baby. But the con is fast on their tail and like they they gotta go, right? Like they're like, everyone on the boat, like we got to GTFO. So they're still scrambling to get the boat like upright in deeper water though. So the so so they're 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 losing time, right? But Curia like stops and he halts on the shore and he he needs to buy them time. So he walks away from the boat and towards his little fucking brother. <laughs> little brat. Little brat. So I, co- I wrote, look who it is. It's the con. The con approaches. And I wrote, oh, it's a sibling face off. <laughs> so I wrote, knock off Jason Momoa. <laughs> a little bit. It's like, he sees his brother, right? He sees Kira. He he gets off his horse and he's like, "Do you think about me, brother? Killing your wife while you run away like a frightened dog?" And like all the extras are like, <laughs> "Got him." And I wrote, "I mean, you did gouge his eyes out, asshole!" But gaslight me, right? So Kira's like, "Are you so scared that you need your sword and not your knife to kill me?" And the brother's like, I'm not scared. And Kira's like, yeah, I think you're scared. <laughs> and then the con's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I was like, everyone's, <laughs> I'm like, wow, everyone's really falling for this bait this episode. Like, Errol did it to the passionate guy. And like, <laughs> the like, like fragile you... masculinity, like, oh, you're weak, aren't you? No, I'm not. <laughs> like is this how is this the secret to life like if i have a difficult customer i'd be like wow you're scared aren't you no i'm not (laughs) i love it anyway so the con's like in his face right he's in curious face and once he gets close enough curia blows the poison that miriam gave him in his brother's face and i wrote got him like he's like (laughs) you know blind I'm blind and like is choking on the poison right um so the ladies like oh the I wrote the ladies the lackeys like grab the cons like kill him get him because he's like dying of poisoning right so the lackeys like grab curia and they drag him to the shore and it's called when they're like the the death of a thousand cuts or something like that like you guys this is terrible they're like gonna do that to him at first they thought they were gonna tear him apart like when they when they tie one hand to a horse and the other hand to a horse and they like oh yeah I was I like thank they were God like, yeah I thought they were gonna like behead him and stuff and I was like oh please don't share that I don't want to see it. I know I know thankfully no like they're gonna do the whole like by like a thousand cuts or whatever that stupid thing is um but like the crew is too far off at this point right they've managed to like get on the boat and drive away drive away um sail away but like suddenly archer leaf grabs his bow his bow and arrow and he shoots kiria in the heart so that kiria dies instantly and i wrote nice shot leaf 
Sorry, I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, maybe Leaf could have taken out a few of the guys just for you know the shit of it before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like all the guys like torturing his friend. Like it might have been nice to just uh, maybe get a few of them before he killed Kyria. These aren't like good people. <laughs> like, nevertheless, R.I.P. Kyria, R.I.P. Colleen. Okay. Exactly. Okay, so this is what I wrote. I wrote, we're back on the water, baby, because, like, it's a little bit later, and I wrote, My, we're back on the boat, minus two of our crew, Cindy and Kyria. <laughs> R.I.P. Everyone's really sad. <laughs> and I was like, I love the silence. Everyone's like, oh, this trip was fucked up. This trip sucks. <laughs> God, <laughs> why did we... <laughs> oh, my God, Siri trying to, like, listen to our podcast. Yeah, okay. the leaf is like steering the boat, sitting with his baby Miriam, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, they're cute. They're holding hands. Um. Okay, so this is pretty. This is tea right here because I wrote. Oh, hold on a minute. Susan is like tending to Harold's um, wounds. Right, he has these like terrible chest wounds, and I wrote. Oh. Because she's kind of like holding her hands to his chest, like not just in like a medicinal way, just kind of like in a like sensual way, kind of. And Harold's like, why did you come back for me? And she's like, because you would have come back for us. And he clutches her hands and they look into each other's eyes like, like longingly. (laughs) Like, okay. (laughs) Plot twist. (laughs) But you know, cut back to because Leaf is like steering the rudder or whatever the frick that is, and he sees a bird in the sky, and Miriam's like, "What? Like what?" And he's like, "It's Curia." Like because I didn't say this earlier, but like Curia is like in his religion, like he'll die, he'll turn into a bird, and he'll fly to like their heaven, you know, and be with his wife. It's very sweet. So we see a bird fly into the distance, baby. Okay, so back in Novgorod, Sven is fighting that, flinging that sword like a fly swatter. <laughs> like, oh my god. And like, <laughs> Olaf's lackey is like, if this is like the future of the Viking race, we're so screwed. But anyway, um, I wrote, oh my god, this priest, <laughs> this Russian priest <laughs> comes upon Olaf with his like two priest servants I guess and you know he goes up to Olaf and he's like kneel before me you know receive the blessing of Christ oh mighty warrior you know and I anoint you with strength blah 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 go go my son and do the Lord's book so <laughs> and I was like why did they make this Russian priest like so weird like he's it's it's just he's very creepy He's so creepy. He's wearing like a weird hat, which like had pictures on it, like not my vibe. But I guess like basically driving the whole Christianity thing once again. Okay. I think he's supposed to be like a Russian or Eastern Orthodox or something. But I was like, is Olaf's like journey becoming like the Pope? Because he's all like inspired. (laughs) That's so funny. And hold on to that thought because like I have a fun, fun fact for you later. Okay, so we only get like a little Viking horn this episode, very briefly. I don't know, even know if you might have caught it, but it's like, like that. I wrote Viking horn, ah, it's just a small horn. 
just like for like literally a second because like we're on the we're on the water with Olaf, right? Like obviously they're like on their journey to Novgorod um, to Novgorod to Yamsburg. And his like his sidekick is like, You've been silent for hours, Olaf. Like, are you okay? And he's like, Yes, I feel like I'm being guided. Guided. I feel like I'm being guided by the wrath of God. He's taking us straight to Yamsburg. T. Okay. So cut to Yamsburg, of course. And Fredes is like holding her little baby, her fake baby, I should say. It's like a little, little. <laughs> obviously a little fake baby <laughs> and she's welcoming like all the refugees into the temple and like the ex one of the extras killed me she's like me <laughs> like okay like we're at disneyland basically um so friday's like spots githa in the distance and um she's like looking sad like off into the ocean and then friday's like goes up to her she's like do you have a problem with the changes? And Githa's like, no, like I was just thinking about Urinder and how I like basically let him go to be stranded out to sea, LOL. Um, but she's like, I made so many mistakes as a mother. I wish I could do it again. I was like, yeah, I bet you do. Um, but Freitas is like, a little awkward. Freitas is like, we all do, but like, remember like Urinder saved me. Like it wasn't in vain. We should be celebrating him. Like, Join us. There's like so much to do and we need your help. So cut to Urinder. He's still alive. He's still alive and kicking and he's on the boat, right? And he's stranded at sea. I wrote, oh my God, that sucks. I'd be so hungry. <laughs> I just feel like, give me some booze or something, please. Like I know. Just... <laughs> I know. If I'm going to die out in the sea, just like whatever. Right. <laughs> give me, give me something. So, you know, he's sunburnt. He's like barely clinging on to life, baby. And guess who comes upon him? Shields of yellow and white. It's Olaf, baby. And I and so they like Olaf's crew, like they drag him onto the boat and I and they like look at his tattoos, right? And his and I'm like, oh my God, don't grab him like that. Cause they're grabbing his like cut off arm. <laughs> like they're like, look. Um, and, and the, 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 the right-hand man is like, it's a yams Viking. And Olaf gets this look on his face and he goes, get this man some food and water. And Olaf looks menacingly into the distance. Fade to black. <laughs> what an episode. This is good. This is like a good episode. I like the ones where they kind of just like it just focused mostly on Harold and Leif or like just one storyline. There was a little bit at the end, but it was like, all right, this is all about the passion eggs. Right. I think we like like when the crew is like escaping a danger or like avoiding a danger. It's like, I don't know. I just love seeing them all together. Yeah. I mean, we got two seconds show, of Fridays. Yeah. Sometimes the show can jump around a lot. It's like, oh, okay, we're in England, Norway, like all three storylines. And it's like, oh, especially when we're trying to make notes, it's like, shit. <laughs> it's so hard. And we didn't get any of England today. I just realized that. Did not? I feel, yeah. I guess we'll get her all, it'll all wrap up next episode. Last one. <laughs> cool up, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> Patrick, do you have a fun fact? I do, I do. So did you notice like when they're in 
when they're in Yamsburg, there's this instrument playing. I don't know if you noticed. It was kind of like a very folky, like, did you notice this? When Freitas is walking around with all the village people. Oh. It's cool. It kind of sounds like it's like, it's like this instrument. But I looked it up, so it's called a hurdy-gurdy. <laughs> I love it's that. Like, it's like an old, like, Viking instrument. It was before, like, they had pipe organs. And they used to be huge, like, 10 times the size of a guitar. And they would take two people to look it up. You should check it out. It's called a hurdy gurdy. It's very, it's a very, just very cool instrument. Yeah, that's cool. Do they still like have that around? I don't know. Yeah. I guess I, when I was when I was when I was watching this, I like had to look up this instrument because it was cool. And there's like YouTube videos and people like play them. I watched a guy for like ten minutes play one. It's very cool. Oh my god, mom, I want to play the hurdy gurdy. <laughs> a little kid. <laughs> it's so expensive. It's so expensive. Okay, here's mine. So back to what you were saying about Olaf, right? Like trying to be a pope. Well, I wrote in the year 1000, King Olaf ensured a peaceful adoption of Christianity. I wrote LOL. Yeah, right. Um, peaceful. <laughs> With right. big quotes. Ensured the peaceful adoption by Viking of, I'm sorry, the peaceful adoption of Christianity by Vikings. For this, he was later sainted by the Roman Catholic Church. So I wonder where the inspo for that came from. <laughs> okay, right under this. And I'm sure this was like a, gen- a general fact of the time, but it's like Viking women lived a lot shorter than Viking men because of childbirth. They usually lived by age 35. <laughs> My God. Terrible. <laughs> Oof. Ouch. That's, that's, oh, that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> you guys episode seven we're back i'm so happy to be back for your all your patience now because yeah, probably forgot the plot of the show <laughs> no, i'm like the names i'm like we're at episode seven i'm know, just gonna uh, say tina cindy <laughs> luhu i know when they're talking about urinder i was like did Jurinder die? Like, what happened? I was like, oh, no, he's on the boat. He got his hand cut off. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can I just so go on super quick? Can I say quick, humble king? Which I thought would, I, Please. I, don't know if he's a, I don't know if he's humble king or not, but I just thought it was so funny. So he's probably an asshole, Ben Affleck. But have you ever seen oh. that meme? Have you ever seen that meme of him, like, just smoking a cigarette? He looks like just he's taking a break. I saw yeah. this video and all these fans are trying to take pictures with him and he's literally on a smoke break. But he's so nice because he'll take a puff of the cigarette and he's like, okay, I get in here for a picture. It's like a lot of them are like foreign tourists, you know, and they're excited right. to see him. And he's like, but he's not being a dick. He's not just like yelling at them, like saying, screw off everything. I'm he's on my like, break. Just, yeah. All right, cigarette. I can't get in here for a picture. Cigarette puff. Yeah. Get in here for a picture. I was like, that was nice of him. <clears throat> I've heard really good things about him, actually. Like, I've heard he's a really good tipper, like, extremely generous. Okay. And yeah, yeah. So I think he should be added. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've, I don't know if this is true, but I feel like I've seen videos of him like yelling at people on set and probably being kind of uptight, but uh, I give think him respect for I think he's changed. I think he had a, yeah. And I, so maybe that had something, I don't know. Allegedly, um, I don't know. I've who heard, hasn't? I mean, <laughs> right, right. So he's probably like hungover as shit. And, you know, not yeah. that that's an excuse, but 
as long as he's changed. Um, Ben Affleck. I, yeah, I love seeing celebrities do stuff like that. Cause like T, but like Taylor Swift's new boyfriend was at his concert in Nashville. And like, people were like, of course, like taking videos of him. And he was taking pictures with bands, which I thought was cool. And like hugging them and stuff. And I was like, oh, thank God he wasn't like a dick to the Swifties, you know? (laughs) Not that he's like obligated, but I don't know. The humble king. Okay. It's funny because he likes Dunkin' Donuts, which is like trash to me. That's like drinking sewer water, in my opinion. And I don't say that lightly, but like, I guess he was like, he's been seen with Dunkin' so much that like they put him in the commercials, which I thought was kind of funny because it's trash. Like, I miss what you said. <clears throat> oh, he's like, he's the new, um, oh, the boyfriend or whatever. Person of Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. So it's just funny because it's like trash but like he and it's people just troll him for it i think but like he's in on the joke which i love don't give for him <laughs> speaking of which duncan we could always use a sponsor your mukbang I got um, McDonald's the other night because I was just like, oh, I got off really late. I was like, I just need something. And I was so sick the next day. I was like, no. I'm too <laughs> much of a healthy, skinny queen. I got Popeyes and Taco Bell on the same day the other day. Cause I was just like, it was like my fourth day in a row working and just being right. sick. And like, yeah. I had to work on my car when I got home and I had a bunch of homework. And I was just like, yeah I get that yeah <laughs> I don't know man like because I got it you I have a pretty strong stomach but this was <clears throat> to my boss I had to be like I'm so sorry if I like run off <laughs> <laughs> gotta go the situation yeah <laughs> like <laughs> and I think Adam. I told you I work next door to like a mountain mics and sorry the owner his daughter comes in from time to time she's like six years old and my owner has a a puppy so we pretty much babysit so he'll bring us pizzas I'm just like uh like I don't know pizza doesn't taste the same to me as it did I know and then you feel obligated to eat it (laughs) and I took my lunch break and they're like pizza and I'm like oh I just ate a bunch but sure I always like fake eat it I like put it in a napkin (laughs) like mm, yummy so yummy Patrick it's been an honor it's been a privilege will you join me for Vikings Fall Hollow season two episode eight the fucking finale will and accept this rose yes you guys we'll be right back will you got him they're good got him good 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 yeah it's fun today no day off 